International. Thank you for listening to Extra Salty. Today's going to be one of our extra fun episodes where it's just me and Kai in the studio checking in on each other as friends. Um, I'm already tired of him, though, because I had him in my home yesterday. <laughs> we put on face masks together. It was like we had a sleepover. I just left. Yeah, it was. It was really fun, actually. We did. Um, shout out to Holly. How do you pronounce her last name? Cuomo. Cuomo. I was going to say Camo. Oh, Cuomo. Cuomo. C-U-O-M-O. Holly Cuomo. Holly Cuomo. She does a really funny web series that she does on Facebook called Poor People, spelled P-O-R-E, like the face problem. And uh, we did an episode where we recorded in my apartment of us doing um, charcoal masks. And then I taught them all my two-step mask routine, which is really taking it to the level. And I have no idea when that'll be released because we would not shut the fuck up. So that's going to be like a lot of editing for poor Holly. Yeah, because she was saying it's like a 10, 12 minute like web episode. And we recorded like an hour and a half. Like, oh because we are just so disruptive when we're in a room together. <laughs> Especially when I kept interviewing her. I think that was the thing that upset her the most. And I was like, so what is like? <laughs> yeah, there were a lot of moments where she was just like, that's, that's my part. <laughs> and we were just like, you knew what you were getting into when you asked for an extra salty episode and you wanted to interview us. And you're interviewing the interviewers and then the interviewee becomes the interviewer. And then we're down this whole meta spiral, but it's okay because we're in bathrobes. Uh, that was very fun but by the way it kind of brings me back to like because I've always been an extroverted person but I'm just now like I've I finally started to understand the plight of introverts and understand that people are just wired differently because I, I would be the person who'd be like well if you have a problem speak up and speaking <laughs> up is hard for you maybe you shouldn't be in public like I was that kind of person where like social anxiety was just not something I ever factored in I was just like get over it or go home like and, I, and then the club is like she's difficult <laughs> I remember one time <laughs> literally telling one of my friends who was trying to tell me like she was worried that she'd be uncomfortable at a party and I was like well being uncomfortable is just a feeling and feelings can't hurt you so just don't be uncomfortable that's a bro that's a broken person <laughs> I know that was such a fucked up thing for me to say and like looking back I just oh cringe. you said that yes, I thought you said I, somebody said that to you I said that to her because that's I just, a broken thing to say I'm not really I'm fully fixed and I just look at other people like fix yourself fix it like what's wrong with you put on some lipstick and handle yourself but I'm really like feelings can't hurt you literally the main phrase about feelings is you hurt my feelings <laughs> that's yeah. like the main one but then don't they just heal right back up I I don't know may, may, no like this, the phrase time no. heals all wounds literally what that means is just like if you distract yourself with other shit you will forget that you were hurt and that will maybe make it go away because <laughs> good news there's something worse coming down the pipeline <laughs> yeah and then you can just keep getting better I sound like aggressively optimistic like I'm threatening you with my optimism yeah, it's right like it, it's not even like it's just like dangerous dangerously so like to where it's like if I don't smile 
hell right now. I'm not sure what she's going to do, but I think it's going to be weird and bad. Honestly, this is like, I know I talk about Alex way too much on the podcast. By the way, I cannot wait to listen to whatever it is you did to him. Um, but <laughs> I'm telling you, like for it being an episode of Extra Salty, like there was so much stuff where I was like, well, what about this? Well, what about this? And he was just like, no, no, that's fine. We love each other very much and we're very committed and devoted and we're a very happy couple and everything is beautiful and he sunshine gave you and nothing to and, go off. And I was going for so long, but then he got to like the planning on proposing part while you guys were out of town and that's where I found it. <laughs> That's where I found it. But he's he's really softened me up. He's made me a better, more considerate human being because I'm just able to understand what it's like to take in the world differently. Like, I listen to music at full volume all the time. Like, I just feel like there are notes and parts of the music you don't experience unless you can vibrate your chair a little bit with it. And he gets, like, overwhelmed by too much sound. We were talking tonight about, like, what our dream would be. And he's just like, I want to just do so well with writing that I cultivate an audience of people that want to see me and my style of humor and like, you know, just do a couple bar shows that sell out, you know, like a hundred people. And I was like, I want to sell out Madison Square Garden. I want, I want people to be standing on top of other human beings to listen to my jokes. <laughs> I want HBO to cancel two dope queens for us. <laughs> Oh my god If by some randomness Phoebe and Jessica hear this That's not true Please put us on the show It's true well, I, what, I mean yeah No it's not It's not true Put us on the show please We're funny I'm well, going to New York In December Please Please <laughs> By the way I'm so mad About that trip to New York In December I'm so fucking pissed Why Oh cause it's gonna be freezing No Well yes that too so my older sister planned this trip to New York. Oh, Have that I told one. you this? I feel like we've talked about this one because you were t- telling about how she like planned it like a thousand years in advance. Yes. Like this is my sister is so type A. She like coordinated her pregnancy around this. She was like, I'm going to get pregnant in 2017. The baby came like November 2017. So this he was almost late. Like, I wonder if he would have been born this month or she would have been like, he's just not my baby. It just didn't work out with my schedule. I'm kidding. My sister's an awesome mother. I'm totally kidding. She had like induction in her Google calendar, like, ba- <laughs> like as a backup. No, no, maybe uh, <laughs> I don't know. Well, he came on time, so he didn't have to be evicted. Um, but um, anyways, yes, yeah, so my older sister planned this out. And I had been saying from the beginning, OK, my day job is retail. I can't take time off in December. I can't. I can't. I'm not going to be able to go. And I got you don't really want to go. You're not trying. And then here comes my mom with the great one. Now that she's almost 60, this is going to be her jam for the rest of the year. She was like, you may not have a lot of time left with your mother. (laughs) You know what? I've made a, I've had a lot of time with you as it is. Like I'm, I'm happy with the amount of time we've had. I'm kidding. Please don't die. Um, but so so my mom lays on the, like, like the, like, super guilt like I'm gonna die type guilt and then my little sister who's just always been in my corner decides to gift me with the ticket to New York as a Christmas present so now I have to go so like Ooh, that's I can't use money as an that's excuse. That's like both night, both nice and like kind of passive aggressive. Super passive aggressive. She just like swooped down and was like, "You're going, get in, bitch. You're going to New York for Christmas." I think it's going to be crazy expensive, crazy crowded, crazy cold, and just the worst. But if I could film an episode of Two Dope Queens, I don't know. Is there like a like a 
like a make a wish kid for for adults with conflicts make a bit <laughs> make, make a bitch make that's a, what that's what mine would be it'd be like a make a bitch foundation i'd be like yeah just give me this one thing to stop me from being a bitch <laughs> <laughs> just this one thing oh yeah yeah it's just small favor small favor time in front of an audience of about a thousand small favor <laughs> yeah it's funny too as i told them i was like well more than likely if we're gonna be there three whole nights one of those nights i'm gonna try and get on a show at least one and they uh, were like what Duh. Why would you do that? You're supposed to be going as part of our family, as a family trip. You won't have a lot of time with your mother. <laughs> oh, God. And I was like, don't you want to see your daughter perform in New York? You won't have a lot of time with your daughter. And like, I you tried wanna, to do it right back. <laughs> you don't want, if you don't have a lot of time left, you don't want to miss one of your last opportunities to watch your middle daughter do a show with the thing she loves, her passion, be family. Well, my mom oh. is not here for that. She's just... <laughs> I remember one time my mom like tried to like imitate what she thought I did with comedy. She's like, <laughs> she comes in my room when I lived with her. And she I a hundred percent want to hear that. <laughs> Cause she did like this, like deaf comedy esque jam of, Oh, I'm Jasmine and I don't clean nothing <laughs> up. <laughs> what do I clean? Nothing. And I was like, <laughs> That's not even funny. There's no punchline. <laughs> You're stopping at the premise. <laughs> right? She didn't even develop it. Like, <laughs> finished. You're really good at tags, guy. Finish that joke. <laughs> oh, God. I, the, I, don't, I mean, I don't know. How do you... I don't... <laughs> I don't know. Because, like, I want to say something about the fact that, like, while we were down in Laredo, like, at one point you were laying in a bed, thumping your head against the headboard, just covered in, like, prescription pill bottles and, like, receipts and mail and shit. Because you had your mail with you four hours out of town for some reason. <laughs> because sometimes I check my mail and I don't have time to take the mail into the house. So the mail stays in the purse. And then the prescription pills are because ADD medications count as a controlled substance. I'm not trying to get pulled over with that shit and then go to jail so i keep it in the bottle okay here's the finished joke I, who am i i'm jasmine i don't clean anything i don't clean so often that my own mess has actually died and has turned into a ghost and is haunting me all across america and that's why my bag is full of my mail and it wasn't even like good relevant mail it was like the red plum like coupon book <laughs> you never know when you need a red actually honestly your mail makes more sense in your purse than in your house because you you're not going to remember you have a coupon for a free car wash until you're across the street from a car wash. I don't crack I, the code I, I and you're over here wishing <laughs> you had your coupons with you. I was, I, God damn it. Like, I want to like come back at that, but I'm like, fuck, that makes sense. And that's annoying. And I win. <laughs> now you're going to start carrying your mail around with you. <laughs> at no. least your coupons. No. I'm going to go to Randall's after this. Just for that. <laughs> I, uh, I love uh, us, by the way. I love you so much, Kai. Yeah, well, shut up. Because sometimes we come up with plans and hash them out and then completely both forget we had those plans. We're very, we're very good at that. We were supposed to have been, we were supposed to have planned a dinner party we're tonight. Do you know that? Tonight. We were going to have a dinner yeah. party today. And then it devolved into us being like, do you want to go get just like food, like just the two of us. And then that devolved into, I forgot I signed up for an open mic. Mm -hmm. uh, so it turned into like this like ordeal to have a party for like a couple of hours into like, we're going to do the thing real quick. And then I'm going to go scream at strangers for four minutes. Which brings me to my next point today actually is uh, it's uh, Mardi Gras. So as a, as what is that song? I don't know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's just, I was just having a fun moment to myself. Oh, 
I know I wasn't shutting you down. I just wanted to know what it was. I thought I knew the words, maybe. It's okay. When the saints. Down to down. Oh, when the saints. Down, down to down. Oh, when the saints come on. In. <laughs> um, no, but as a displaced Louisianan, like, what do you crave the most from back home? Oh, my God. Okay, so get this. My work has a cafeteria in it, right? And so today, because it was Mardi Gras. Why didn't you invite me to your job? Because that is a whole complicated thing I'll explain off air. But skip past that for a moment they so like they always try to do like a theme like so that way it's never like the same thing twice or whatever and they tried to do cajun food today and i noticed I that you said there, tried well because when i got up there i looked at it for a moment and i went oh no <laughs> okay have you ever seen a pot of crawfish that's almost entirely corn and potatoes who puts corn have you ever had vegetarian jambalaya have you ever had sausage that looks like uh, it was cut off of Fr- Freddy from the movies? Like that oh. peeled, pickled, ba- it was just mostly corn. I, it was one of those things where it was like, whenever I sat down, like uh, two of my friends looked at me and they were like, you're from Louisiana. So tell us you're the judge. What do you think? And like, I took one bite of like the gumbo and I was just like, and gave like this Ooh, graphic thumbs shit down. There was a couple years ago. It was that shit where it's basically just like gravy. Like oh, it's so fucking thick. And it's thick. Yes. Good gumbo's never thick. It's actually no. more, it's a very, it's a, it's a roux. It's closer to broth. It's a roux that becomes a broth. We could, we could talk it's, about something. Did you see that video where Disney tried to make a, a healthy recipe for gumbo? I, yeah, I, I remember now that you say that, like, cause for a moment I was about to be like, no, not at all. But then I felt like the wall come down and you like unblocking like a memory that I had clearly <laughs> blocked out. And like, now I have to go call someone. It's the one where you can, it's a video where you just see hands going into a pot and there's the part where I'm like, I'm watching, I'm like chicken stock. That don't seem right. Carrots. What you doing? And they went kale and I paused it and threw threw my phone across the room. I was like, now, why would somebody tag me in this? Now they done ruined my emotional state of well-being. Like I'm having a bad fucking day now. I want to learn how to like, like, it's bad. My mom is real, real type A and never shows me how to cook anything. So I don't really know how to make anything except for coffee shade souffle, but I need to learn how to make gumbo. Oh my God. I like the Cajun food is like the only thing I know how to make really well. Like I have other dishes that aren't Cajun things. Things that I can make because I've like looked at recipes and made them a couple times. But like when it comes to Cajun food, that is my jam. Like that's what I'm good at. Uh, but yeah, I don't like because like my sister posted a status today where she was just like, as a displaced Cajun, she used the same phrase. She was like, <laughs> I feel personally attacked and disrespected because when we were growing up in Louisiana, you got three days off for Mardi Gras. You got the Monday before, yes. you got the Tuesday of, and then you got yeah, Ash, Ash Wednesday because everybody's Catholic. And what everybody would really do is for that weekend, those four days up until Ash weekend for Lent, everybody would spend, all four million people that live in Louisiana would get together as this huge redneck community and we would get drunk in the streets together and it was magical. And everyone's like, oh, throw me something, mister, but they didn't get it. They didn't get the fact that this is like community at its finest. And like my Creole family is pretty much the exact same way. Like when until about... Until Lauren was like a freshman in high school, we used to go back for Mardi Gras every year. And my parents would just take us out of school like they thought there was a break, even though we were living in Texas. And then just like was I remember one year my mom being like, Well, can she like stay an extra day in the summer <laughs> to even it out? 
out. Like, it was just what we did. We always came back from Mardi Gras break. And, like, it's funny. I didn't even know about Mardi Gras as this, um, like, tawdry sexual thing that people think of it as. Because, like, people who aren't from Louisiana go to Louisiana to, like, exercise all these disgusting demons but like the rest of us we get drunk but like in a f- does it make sense we're like we are the demons to get family drunk like we get mm-hmm. family you understand that's what i'm saying it's family it's drunk. community yeah and it's like some people who like think of like alcohol is just like i don't, I don't know i get family drunk and it, it's the moment everyone puts everything aside pretty much no matter what it is and basically as long as you don't throw your frozen daiquiri on the hood of a cop car they just ignore whatever you're doing absolutely and even with the frozen daiquiri i mean are they driving if it's parked you're good like you're fine the laws aren't even that complicated as long as it's got a lid on it and doesn't have a straw in it that's a closed container that's hilarious i explained that the open container law a lot in my defensive driving but uh, i remember one year i was in the fifth grade we had gone uh for mardi gras break and that was the year my mom decided i should go to a christian academy which was like texas christian people and a lot different than like louisiana catholic people and so i go there and i like brought they were doing a weekly show and tell so i brought a big bag of mardi gras beads like to give to mm-hmm. the class and i wasn't gonna like throw them at her and it was like really excited to give them to people mm-hmm. i even like picked out my favorite ones to give to my best girlfriends and i like i'm explaining about like the history of mardi gras and i was a celebration and da, 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 da. and this one boy in the class goes so what'd you do to earn those beads and i was like they just gave them to me they're like oh really and he stands on top of his desk and starts lifting his shirt and he goes i'm jasmine this is what i did to get the beats and i just like was so embarrassed and like started crying like didn't understand what he was suggesting because i'm like i'm 11 i've never been to girls gone wild mardi gras i've just been to family drunk mardi gras that's the kind of kid that now he's doing community service like (laughs) no for sure he didn't even finish out the year like he had to do he got like i think he got in trouble for bringing a knife to school i don't know he's probably gonna kill me at some point uh shout out to the arlington turning point elementary <laughs> that's where they put the bad kid it's called turning point is a turning point in your life Ooh, ours, you get ours, better ours was called aiken optional optional yeah i it was a creepy ominous name like you had to open gates just to swing through the parking to drop off your kids it was bad okay so the get kids this. are fenced in yeah like to keep them away from so, other kids get this i had to go to the optional school whenever i was in middle school why because i got expelled <gasps> ladies and gentlemen kai krabs is about to tell us the story of how he got expelled okay it's, it's, it is not like fun or interesting really at all because what happened <laughs> was so is i was tired and i had and like a friend of mine gave me half of a caffeine pill like so that way i would like not be sleepy and the teachers saw it and they were just like they're doing drugs and freaked the hell out sent me to the principal's office and then they were like where'd you get the pill from kai and we're like doing like the whole like scared straight creepy like crap (laughs) and like it became this whole fucking thing and caffeine pills are completely legal i don't think you have to be 18 to get them no like the amount of like the half a pill that i took was the equivalent of like 
two cans of Coca-Cola original. Like, that's it. It was really stupid. But then they were just like, you got to give up the ring. And I was like, what ring? What are you talking about? And it became this crazy thing. And then they just started... Ring? Like, they thought there was, like, a group of students circulating these pills? Well, because here's the thing. I was friends with, like, a lot of, like, the goth and emo kids whenever I was in middle school. I wasn't really one myself, but, like, I was friends with them. And so then they were just like, now's our chance. And they just basically scooped us all up for whatever they could. Like, there was one girl, they took her uh, up to the office, went through her purse, found might all in it, and they were like, see, pills! And they were like, no, period. Like, that's different. She needs, she needs that. She's having cramps. Can you just... It became this whole thing. So they were like, you can either be expelled or you can do 40 hours of community service and go to the optional school for 10 days. Like, it was like the shittiest scared straight program ever. <laughs> And so here's the thing for half a caffeine pill. I did my community service because my mom was very angry with me. And she would like, whenever she picked me up, she was like, Oh, so you're doing drugs at school now. And I was like, no, will you God not do that? It. Please. God damn it. It's so dramatic. Yeah. It was, it was so beyond what it was. And now looking back on it, my mom was like, yeah, that was stupid that they expelled you for that. And I'm like, really? Cause at the time I, f- <laughs> I remember a different reaction. Phyllis. <laughs> Shout out to Phyllis. You can find her on Twitter at, at Phyllis Says. Yeah. <laughs> my Twitter username used to be Kai Says. My mom took my Twitter handle and then wouldn't change it. So I had to change mine. Your mom's hilarious. My mom is ridiculous. The last time that she was here, and no, not the last time, but the time before last, I brought my parents to Gourmands and there was a raffle going on and my mom won something from the raffle and it ended with the bar chanting my mom's name. Phyllis, Phyllis. I was like, this is absurd. <laughs> That this is happening <laughs> from in love. It was story. it was absurd, and it, ugh, it was a whole thing. Anyway, so I get exp- so like I was like, okay, obviously I'm going to take the ten days, forty hours of community service route. Nobody else that got expelled did their forty hours of community service. They just went to the optional school for ten days. So I did a bunch of community service for no fucking reason. I felt good about it because you know whatever. It, I was serving meals to homeless people who couldn't give me. Okay, so yeah, there like some good came of it. Cool, That's whatever. Good. But here's the thing: while I was doing my community service I had to do dishes and help serve food with a guy whose street name was pork chop who was doing community service for boosting cars and my half of a caffeine pill was apparently somehow equivalent to that boosting that's hilarious it was dumb and then while i was going to the optional school during the day i was in what i think was the most aggressive class of individuals that could possibly ever have existed we were reading that like they were reading the red fern grows where the red fern grows whenever i got into the class and the first day i was there i didn't have a copy of the book so they were like you can read off the person sitting next to you so i scooted over next to somebody i was like can i read off you and they were like fuck you and i was like okay that's a bad start oh no this is really like dangerous mind it was ridiculous and then at one point the teacher was like okay so and so can you read out loud and he goes fuck you teacher bitch and i was like and then she just goes okay well what about you samantha and just turns to the other one i was like why are you chill with this that's weird she's not trying to get stabbed i was like and so i had to just like be like all right i it was literally like prison where it's like okay you're new here keep your head down don't cause any problems like we'll make it through this (laughs) (laughs) i'm so sad it was been 10 days 
he's it was correctional school. real dumb because then I got back and everybody else was like, oh yeah, we went for five days and then we just started coming back and we never did the community service. So there were no consequences, no real world consequences. When you were at alternative school, did anyone sit backwards in a chair while they talked to you? I just, no, no there was, was no dangerous minds. It was, there was no like the freedom diaries moment. Was that what that movie was called? I think, the, the Freedom, Freedom Riders. Riders. Freedom Riders, that's what it was called. There was no moment. Wait, that didn't even happen. That was Hillary Swank. I don't know what I'm thinking of. No. It's the long, that's the short answer. No, that didn't happen. <laughs> There's, you're like, you're just blended together like eight different movies, but there was definitely a theme in like the mid 90s, early 2000s of like movies where like all it takes is an educator who believes in you, who's going to rescue these kids. So that's so funny that you're talking about getting expelled and suspended. I'm going to tell you, um, have I ever told you the story of how I had to do community service in high school? Well, I, I showed you mine, so now you have to show me yours. I do. I feel like I had to show you mine. I um, I got a ticket for jaywalking. <sighs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I got a ticket for jaywalking when I was in high school. I was um, I was walking from the high school. By the way, I was a big band nerd. Not band. I would hang out with a lot of band friends, but I was in drama. So... I had like theater and I would go with my little theater friends. Like we were nothing to be afraid of. We were not, I was not a cool kid. We were walking uh, to go get food from Sonic. And I remember, I don't know why I remember this. Mm -hmm. I remember exactly what I got. Route 44 Coke and a bacon toaster club. And a ticket for Jake walking. <laughs> so I'm That's walking so back. Ridiculous. And there is a car parked like a little bit over the sidewalk. So me and my friends, there's three of us, and we walk around the car that's in the sidewalk to get back onto the sidewalk. As soon as we do that, a cop car that's about as far apart as you and me are right now pulls out of a bush and actually turns on his alarm. He's like, where? Where, where? And we're like, what? It's like, approach the vehicle. Like He asked us to walk to him. That sounds like a trap. It's the I don't know why, but I panicked and I literally put both hands up, like Coke, Route Forty, and the Toaster Club, like both my food up in the air. I was like, I don't want to get shot. And he's like, Do you know why I pulled? Like, you know why I stopped you? And I was like, What? What did I do? And he's like, You're jaywalking technically. So they wrote us a ticket for jaywalking. It cost two hundred and ten dollars. I went to the judge and they were like, Well, we can't get rid of this ticket, so you're gonna have to do eighteen hours of community service. So I just do eighteen hours of community service get up at like seven o'clock in the morning for every saturday for three weeks and go to the meals on wheels program in arlington and like help deliver food we actually went i'll never forget this it was like one of those hourly motels and this woman was like clearly a prostitute mm. and so i don't know what i was supposed to gain from like delivering mashed potatoes to prostitutes like how that was gonna like make me grow as a person and make me quit my hard life of jaywalking i really don't understand the dumbest part about this whole story is the reason why they were doing jaywalking tickets at my high school is it because it was the end of the month and they had to hit quota? That would make more sense. That would make more sense than what I'm about to tell you. Okay. So there were two popular groups of girls in my high school. Um, I don't remember all of their names. I really don't. Mm -hmm. But I remember the leaders, Rachel and Kiara. Rachel had a lot of money, or at least she bragged about having a lot of money, and she got a really nice car. And Kiara and her friends are like walking across the street. And Rachel and Kiara do not like each other. Everybody knew that. And Rachel's like, 
get out of the street, Kira. And Kira's like, make me. And Rachel's like, I will. And Kira's like, no, you won't. And Rachel's like, yeah, I will. And then Rachel just kind of very lightly hits Kira. Like, keep in mind, these are not two cars. Like, Kira's walking right. in the street. So she, like, kind of mows this girl down. And, like, <laughs> Kira's friends run into the street and drag Rachel out by her hair and just beat the shit out of her because of this. Like, I love the logic of not checking to make sure your friend is okay, but rather beating the fuck out of someone who just hit her. And my school decided to do, like, a strict anti-jaywalking ruling on this, like, because Kiera was right. in the streets or somehow... Because jaywalking tickets are the solution to street fights. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. And, so, like, and it's crazy because only, like, three kids got those jaywalking tickets after that. Just me... And the other two drama club officers who were in charge of costumes and lighting. I, re- <laughs> I remember the dumbest part of doing community service was uh, since I was working at the, it was called the Mana House. I don't know if it still exists. I hope so. There, there was the, 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 everyone else that was there except for Porkchop uh, was very nice. Porkchop really his name. Yeah, that's what he told me his name was. He was there for boosting cars. I was like, this is too much. Porkchop is the name of the dog on Doug. It's not even a good street name. <laughs> it's a terrible. It's not intimidating. It's delicious. No, like, why would you name yourself Porkchop? I was just like, you're, it's like, even if you were just like, my name's Warthog, like even that would be like more intimidating. Like if you're just naming yourself, my, I'm pig, like, that would be more intimidating Actually, pig super intimidating just it would be more intimidating because like it just the animal that it comes from is more intimidating like it's dumb instead you're like nah i'm pork chop put me in an oven at 375 i'll blow your mind like what pork chop oh. sounds like a prison name like a name you get in prison because people are like "Ooh, you're sweet like a pork chop <laughs> like, like i don't know it sounds very I, scary like mm, i have never thought of that and i didn't need that i'm sorry Mm-mm. pork chop was abused that's what I was going I, at. Now, now you feel terrible for pork chop. No, I, I, I'm, you should find I'm just going to segue away from that and <laughs> go for the part that I was going to talk about because I don't need to think about pork chop getting fucked. I'm sorry. I'm uh, sorry. <laughs> when you say it in those words, now I feel bad. <laughs> I'm you. Um, pork chop, if you're listening, I want you to know that there are ways that you can get help. I don't know. Did pork chop have a last name? Like I don't know how to address him. <laughs> <laughs> pork chop ham it's like it's, turns out distantly related to john ham go, sorry oh no i was say? just gonna say like the they never like like because they're i mean like y- you shouldn't do this and mm-hmm. there is no real way of enforcing it if you do try to do it but every day like since we served free meals there was a lawyer and i knew that he was a lawyer because my dad was an attorney and knew who he was there was an attorney who would come in in his damn suit with his gold watch on and would get in line and would eat with all of the homeless people he would have his lunch there with all of these other people who were struggling their asses off and i just had to like dump a bunch of cream corn on his plate with a smile that other people like in businesses and stuff had donated and i was just like your watch is shiny you can't afford this it was that was like the most frustrating part i was like i'll hang out with pork chop all day he smells weird and his he's named after food he steals cars but at least he's honest that's that's awful do you think maybe that guy was someone like i always think we can't judge a book but so maybe he was like a displaced person who like had money and then just lost all of it no, so he just what, wore the same suit every day no that's what i was saying he was an attorney because my dad was an attorney too he knew who he was oh, like he it, had a home and everything he, we knew who he was like for a fact you yes 
Oh, that's so shitty. It was tacky. You should ask for a business card at least once so, so you could name him by name right now on the air and we could find oh, well, him. Oh, God damn, I wish. On the air. How Where do I think I am? I'm sorry. On the record. In the computer. So we can name him in the computer to name be heard in your car. <laughs> Welcome to Extra Salty. We're on the air. It's like radio, just hard to get to. <laughs> uh, I feel like we started the episode saying that we were going to say something about Valentine's Day, but we never did. We can talk about Valentine's Day. We have a little time. You know, uh, I think so. All right, Kai, tell me about your best uh, and worst Valentines. Um, best Valentines, no such thing. Um, <laughs> no, that's not true. I was dating a guy in North Carolina, and I was still living in Louisiana at the time, and I flew there near Valentine's Day one time, and we went and we had a very nice dinner at the Melting Pot, and I remember it was a very like lovely, romantic time. We ended up breaking up. It was it worked out melted um, food is so romantic the melting pot is good i don't give a shit that it's a chain like I, it's good whatever um the worst is probably all the rest of them <laughs> every other one um, if you had to nail it down to just one that was particularly awful oh god uh probably I'm going to say probably the one that I spent with my most recent ex, just because it's like, I can't remember any fragment of it whatsoever at all. And that makes me feel like I blocked it out of my brain. Like that whole day is just like a black gap. Mm -hmm. And I feel like something bad happened, but I just, it's just that moment of time is gone. And I'm like, that is probably something. And that's i know that's not like a super good answer to be like it's this mystery void in my memory but that's truthfully what it is but yeah i don't know i i tend to like spending valentine's day alone because then i don't have to share the chocolate so <laughs> you know it's a better day then february 15th when the chocolate's on sale get that Farrah Rocher heart that's the fucking jam why do you think i'd like november 1st so much <laughs> It's a wonderful day. Uh, so I have a uh, my do you best hear, or worst. Do you want to hear my best or worst first? Let's start with the best because that's probably going to be like. And then Donna just went. <laughs> so my best Valentine's. Here's that the thing: fun. is even though I am in a wonderful, happy, committed relationship now, I went through the trash to get to it. Like I like I dated some terrible guys. So when I'm trying to like nail down my best Valentine's days. It's definitely all the ones with Alex. Like, before that, every guy I dated was... Oh, what? Well, I'm sorry. Well, I mean, I'm just saying, you're like... I'm oh, damn near 30 and my eggs are dead, okay? It's my time. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Let me be happy. Okay? I am letting you be happy. I'm just making fun of you along the way. This yes. is valid. This is very valid. So, my happiest Valentine's Day. I think if I had to pick one in particular that was really nice and really happy, I would say um what we do the second year mm, the second valentine's day that we spent together was really really nice we've been together for a year and we no that one was shitty no that one wasn't great uh okay our first valentine the second valentine's day was like i had a, i had a show that night and we went to wendy's before and then just he was reading infinite jest that night and really wanted to finish the chapter he was on and i was like i fucking hate you right now this book is gonna be here when i'm dead and like really <laughs> you don't have a lot of time <laughs> left with me you don't have a lot of time okay 
Um, but our first Valentine's Day was wonderful. It really was. We had only been together a month, and the night before, I put together a charity show, um, and it went really well. And then uh, we went to this museum that was really everything was just great. It was just, I, I things being good is not necessarily eventful. Oh, there was one terrible part though. I did a comedy show that night. And I had him, it was in Arlington, Texas, even though I lived in Arlington, Texas. Uh-huh. They were like, do you need a hotel room? And I was like, yes. Because, you know, they, they never pay you extra <laughs> if you don't need it. So I'm like, you know what? Give me everything I'm worth. <laughs> and they put me in the Arlington Renaissance, I believe is what it's called. Trash ass <laughs> Trash. Trash ass hotel. First of all, our dinner was this like square meat I asked three times what this was, and I just kept telling, yeah, it's a meat dish. Mm-mm. The Wait. only square meat is Spam. I was like, which animal? It's a meat dish. I don't know. The meat had like a corn-like quality to it. So I don't know if the corn was mixed into the meat or came from the meat, if you know what I mean. I'm going to need you to not describe this dish any further. Um, it was also served with mixed vegetables and just a vague ketchup-like sauce on top. Like, I don't want to... It's just a meat dish. It was disgusting, right? Then I go to my hotel room, and I'll never fucking forget this. I get there... And like all the lights are off and all the doors are closed. When you go into a hotel room, it's never like that. The, the bathroom doors never closed. Remember, I was telling you always check the bathroom because of this. I think I told you this off air. You told me that in Laredo. I did just tell you that. I was like, you have to always. Have- <laughs> yeah, that was like three days ago. Because I opened the door to the bathroom and the toilet is overflowing. No. People who ate the meat dish, right? <laughs> so like it's like overflowing. And I call front desk. I'm like, I can't stay here. Your toilet's completely overflowing. And then they go, well, did you close? the toilet that bitch does it matter <laughs> like give me a new toilet <laughs> they're like no no so i call alex and i'm like i can't stay here what are we gonna do there's shit in the toilet you gotta help me i don't know why i was like you gotta help there's shit in the toilet and that was like my threshold for disgusting he, ca- he came and we still had to stay in the same room and the next morning we got up and there was like ants all over the pound cake on their continental breakfast but then we went uh-uh. to the museum and he took me to dinner and it was that was still my best valentine's Good. day now do you want to hear about my worst worst just straight to the meat straight to the meat dish rather <laughs> uh, i was dating a guy i was dating a guy in college named brandon brandon we, we don't need to name his last name. We, we name the fuck out of people on this we show really too do. much. I have no, I have no, like here's the thing about Brandon is I should have known he was trash from the very, very beginning. Like he. Yeah, his name is Brandon. Yeah, okay. No shade to Brandon Martin. Thanks for being on our oh, show. Oh, that's right. I mean, he is delightful. Isn't he? Just wonderful. But like most of the time, like kids named Brandon grow up to be like real like yeah just fucking bad kids like i can't believe i i went on a date with this guy because oh a couple of days with this guy because during the summer before school started he sent me a message talking about how beautiful my eyes were and i was like mm, negative brown like what are you talking about you know what i mean like they've never been my eyes have never been the selling point and then i look at the bottom it's like ashley i would love to get to know you more if i could have your number and i was like oh my god this fool just like copied and pasted a message that he sent to another girl named ashley 
who's like a black girl with bright green eyes. So that's like worth the conversation. <laughs> like, right? right. Still went All out right. with him. Still went out with him, even though he was like mass Respect messaging. <laughs> hey, I was young. So went out with him for a couple months. We're getting to know each other. And I thought I think he really likes me. So one night we're hanging out. It's like it's like a couple days before Valentine's. I said, so what do you want to do on Valentine's? And he tells me, I'm not really into Valentine's Day. That's okay. But this is young Jasmine. This is desperate Jasmine. And I said, well, I am. And it kind of like matters to me. And I'd really like, you know, for us to do something. And like, I wanted to get you a gift. And he goes, okay, well, if you want to do that, you know, if you want to get me a gift, that's fine. And I was like, okay. All right. Then a couple of days later, I'm like, hey, so um, what are you doing tomorrow? And he's like, oh, I'm just going to be hanging out at the apartment. You want to come by? Yeah, sure. I'm going to bring my gift for you. He goes, okay, cool. So I show up and I have a gift for him. And not only do I have a gift for him, but I spent the whole day making brownies that I cut into the shape of football jerseys and footballs. Yeah, I used to pretend to like football until I figured out dick was free. <laughs> I was really into Oh, that's that. right. They have to work for it. <laughs> I took an icing pipe, like like I, I like piped icing and wrote out his last name and his number on the back of these football jerseys, right? Then I had uh, chocolate-covered strawberries to go with it and then still an actual gift. Like I want that to be like edited out, like to protect you. <laughs> like that's not that's oh, bad. Oh, is this too girl. sad? That's bad, girl. It, it okay. gets worse. Oh god. So you probably predicted what happens next. I ring the doorbell. I have this really cute pink ombre halter top from Charlotte Russe with pink pointed toe shoes because we were real matchy in the mid two thousands. And I ring the doorbell and he answers. Oh, it was my doorbell. It was a shitty on campus apartment, and he's like. He's got on like a tank top and sweatpants and no shoes. And I was like, are we going anywhere? And he's like, no. Well, did you want to watch the Players Club? I just found it at Walmart. <laughs> Have you seen the Players Club? <laughs> it's, it's a movie that stars Lisa Ray as a stripper with a heart of gold <laughs> and Bernie Mac. Is it? It's, by the way, I fucking hate the Players Club now. It's a great movie. I need to watch it now that I'm happy. <laughs> but at the time, so I walk in there. He's like, oh, man, you made all this. That's dope. Just like starts eating him. Doesn't even notice that his name is handwritten and all this shit. We're watching the Players Club and I get to the middle of it and I'm so mad. I'm just fuming. I'm like, is this really it? And I go, so there's no surprises or anything? Like, this is it? He's yeah, we're just going to hang out tonight. And I was like, I went through a lot of trouble for you. And he goes, what? Why? I told you I don't do Valentine's Day. And I was like, yeah, but you told me I could get you a gift. And he was like, well, yeah, you could get me a gift, but that doesn't mean I had to get you a gift. And I was like, I'm going to go. So I get it to leave. And this is Wichita Falls in February. And it's a very cold part of Texas. And I get up to leave and I walk out. As soon as I walk out, I storm out and I do that thing where you like kind of pivot and turn on your heels kind of mm -hmm. dramatically. I slip and bust my head, like literally scratch the back of my scalp and I'm bleeding on the ice in front of his apartment. <laughs> I scream so loud everybody in the apartment complex comes out including my friend Chloe who is enjoying a wonderful evening with her boyfriend oh 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 told you I made chocolate covered strawberries half of them were for her man half were for mine and her man like bought her a really nice watch <laughs> like, 
she comes out they're like are you okay they're like i'm like i'm fine like she drags me into her apartment and we ice the back of my head brandon does not come out he did not come out when everyone else in the apartments heard me scream i'm bleeding from the back of my head and he's got my good plate and i never spoke to him again duh he didn't come out (laughs) what do you mean duh Duh. I almost died in front of his house. And he would just kept watching the players club. I haven't told this. I've never tried to do this on stage. I've never I've really I've oh, really repressed this memory. It's, it's so fucked up. That's that's that you know, that one's a good one to just get rid of. <laughs> you, that one's a good one to just that just right in the recycle bin on the desktop. Empty recycle bin. That's trash. Are you gonna ask me like what I learned and what advice I have? Are you gonna give me the treatment that Don't we fuck give our guy's name Brandon? <laughs> You're a lot nicer to our guests, you know that? <laughs> What? You're so much nicer to our guests. They can tell us stories and you're like, so where did you grow from that? You're like, man, you fucked up. (laughs) You were bleeding out on the concrete in front of this. It's because I know that you grew and now you respect yourself. You know the worst part? I lied. I didn't ever. I didn't never talk to him again. I didn't never come back. Why are you lying to me? Why are you lying? Because this is so embarrassing. What'd you do? I went back to his apartment like two days later and I was like, I need my plate because I did need that fucking plate. All right. I was like, college. Your dish. I had three plates and he's like, you want to come inside? And I was like, not really. I just want to tell you something. My birthday is in two weeks. Maybe I wasn't clear with you, but I do care about things like that. When I say I do Valentine's Day, I expect you to put as much effort in as I put in. And if you don't put effort in, then maybe you don't want me. But my birthday's in two weeks. So if you want to impress me, March 4th is your day to impress me. <laughs> he didn't impress me. Duh. He didn't impress Duh. me Duh. I hit him with like the, you have to earn me. Like I gave him like a, like a speech from Scandal. And he was like, yeah, okay. And then never And then he went back again. to copy and paste in his message. <laughs> If it's any if it's any consolation, he never went pro, and I think he broke his ankle after college. Mm. So fuck him. Beautiful. <laughs> fuck you, Brandon. Beautiful. Oh, I'm so upset. Swift, sweet justice. Mm. You know what the worst thing is? I uh, I low key Brandoned Alex today, and I didn't mean to. <laughs> I was really specific that we weren't going to do gifts this year. <sighs> like we weren't going to do gifts, and he had flowers. He had flowers delivered to the house with a note. <laughs> and he did it a day early because the last time he ordered flowers, they were late and he got scared they'd be late. So well, You know what that is? That's him being wise to not trust you. <laughs> <laughs> so do I have to figure I feel, some shit out? <laughs> I feel like if you didn't get anything, you'd be like... <laughs> and you would have that quiet moment where you'd be like, I don't know if I meant it or not, but I feel like I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> now I got to piece some shit together. <laughs> like, I'm about to get him a very tiny bottle of whiskey and a single rose. Oh, <laughs> Is that, that, that's like, that's like a, you just barely made the cut on the bachelorette. Yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Give me your best suggestion for a gift for a Valentine's gift. What would you give someone who you're about to spend the rest of your life with? Hmm. 
Mancala? I don't know. What is Mancala? Just a dumb game that we... Well, not a dumb game, but like a game that... Uh, it's, it's it's like a South African game that... Like it's a thing that... Yeah. We used to... What play. made your brain go to Mancala? A it's South just, African... Okay, I, so I do for improv. My, um, it was the first word. How I, about for my American? <laughs> I don't know how to buy gifts. That's why I am literally always single. Like, I've never been good at buying gifts. I am the gift card king. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you like a single rose at my wedding and then like sit you down with like the four other gay men in my life and be like, I don't know, one of y'all make it happen. And then I'm going <laughs> to look around at them and just be like, typical. typical. <laughs> I don't know, my cousin Curtis is fine. All right. Imagine if I was a man, but like a man who was in shape. Just saying. You'd fuck man me. <laughs> like, no. No, you wouldn't. See, that's why I don't ask you for a piece of advice. That's why. Because <laughs> I said that that's shit. That's why. I'm sorry. That's why. I don't know. Maybe I just won't get him anything and we'll watch the Players Club and that'll be our night. <laughs> hey, I mean, you know, sometimes life imitates art. I don't know. <laughs> there, I don't feel like there's really a lesson here. It's like, I feel like the only lesson is like, hey, don't be shitty. You know what? Actually, no. I think there is a lesson because it kind of goes back to me being an aggressive person who didn't understand social anxiety as a child. But like sometimes you just keep pushing and eventually things get better. Like, you know, if you get if you get to the point where you're like, no, all guys are like this, then you'll feel that way and you'll get what you return. But if you're like, no, there's more people out there, you know, like there was there's this tiny piece of me that thought Brandon was the end all to be all. And look at me now. I like literally can't remember his last name. Instead, he was just like the end of a one-way dead-end road. Like, Brandon, could I just stick the tip in? I don't remember his last name. Maybe his last name is could I just stick the tip in? <laughs> you know what? V- very letter-heavy, but fun. <laughs> Wouldn't look great on a birth certificate, but would be fun. <laughs> Uh, well, thank you guys so much for tuning into the podcast. We uh, we appreciate all you guys for subscribing to us and following along with the show. Absolutely, make sure you're keeping up with Twitter. Um, you can find us on Twitter at Extra Salty Podcast. Our Instagram Extra Salty Pod Pod. Our Instagram will be back up and running by the time this episode yeah. airs. Uh, I've been on a hiatus, um, but you can find us on Instagram at Extra Salty Podcast because that was inconsistent. Yeah, or on Facebook by searching Extra Salty Extra Salty Pod. So, yeah. And we'll be back next week. Uh, we're going to have uh, Michael Folk in the studio, which is going to be super fun because uh, he is delightful. And then we will have also had Vanessa. And then if we get Nathan Ehrman, and we'll have all of, we will have had all of the uh, Why Aren't You Screaming podcast on I, our show. That is exciting. No, we haven't had Nathan. No, that's what I was saying. I, yeah, was like, yeah. we, I was like, we'll have Michael and then we'll just have to get Nathan. And we'll have the whole cast of Why Aren't You Screaming on the show. I'm looking forward to it, which is a great, a great podcast about uh, gripes and things like that. So if you like listening to us, bitch you'll love it with oh, them yeah. too so uh, thank you guys so much for listening make sure you're following liking sharing and it's so easy to review us now so all easy. you gotta do is just slide on over to that five star give us five stars if you give us four we'll murder you uh, that's kidding that's too much work but we'll be kind of upset and take it personally very personally, uh, very personally. you've heard the you've heard the way we are we'll we'll have a moment we'll have to like you could really throw off my well-being even <laughs> that's okay that now you're just like holding them emotionally hostage and that's upsetting. we just don't have a lot of time together you know and you <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay thank you guys so much have a good one okay <laughs> <laughs>